Da -da 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 -da! Welcome everybody, The Hate Napkin, brought to you by Regal Prince. All right, folks, this is The Hate Napkin. I am your co-host, Eric. We are joined by special guest star, uh, Carla from... Bergorn, Alabama. Where apparently Omicron is so bad, they have to wear masks indoors. And Carla, of course, is the uh, editor-in-chief at the local Dairy Queen and the manager of the local... Wait, I, I tell you, wait. What are you now? You're, you're, you know, I don't think it matters because right now it's four degrees outside and this program is being sponsored by Sofa King, where it's not just cold, it's Sofa King cold. <laughs> oh, we got a third sponsor, folks. We are just rolling in the dough. But uh, in case you want to... In case you want to add to that, though, please head on over to Anchor uh, FM and sponsor the Hate Napkin. Please uh, send us some coinage your way. Take it away if we have any mail this week. I hope we have some mail. I got a lovely letter from a lady named Kim, who is also in South Carolina. Oh, so sorry, And Kim. she wrote... Hang on a second, because I can't. I couldn't find it there for a second. Uh, she wrote, "I hate fireworks. Oh my god! Not all fireworks. The ones people blow up at home, as if their personal choice to blow things up is more important than the safety and comfort of everyone around them. Smarter states require a license for fireworks and limit them to professional shows, not located in residential neighborhoods." And there you go. But I did have to write back to Kim. Ah, okay. And this is this was my response to her. I said, welcome to 2022, where many of my neighbors decided that blowing shit up in the middle of the night would be a fine way to ring in the new year as well. There was nothing that says Murica like having my next door neighbor blow up a half a stick of dynamite right outside my bedroom window. Cat scattered, Gus the dog peed in the middle of the, of the bedroom floor, and of course, I didn't know that until I got up and slipped in the puddle. Uh, after the last two years, what a great way to start 2022. Um, I don't think Alabama can ever be confused with smarter states. So if my vet was expecting any controls on uh, fireworks in residential neighborhoods or a snowball's chance in hell, I'm betting on the snowball. So we're going to induct Kim into the Hate Napkin Hall of Fame. And uh, she is from South Carolina. She says that's also not one of the smarter states. And uh, as, as our co-host well knows. And uh, so there you have it. So what's your thought on fireworks at midnight? Number one, <laughs> I, I totally agree that Kim, I think Kim in South Carolina becomes the first official inductee into the Hate Napkin Hall of Fame. Uh, Kim, that's such a grandiose. Uh, listen, I don't even think we need another. That's it. We're just going to talk about this today. Fireworks from the fucking neighbors. Okay, let's go. So, in just so that you know, whenever you're listening to this, uh, dear dear listener, in your mother's basement in Wichita, um, we are recording this on January second. So uh, the last two days have been nothing but yes, I can I confirm from Kim nothing and uh, Carla nothing but fireworks from redneck dumbass neighbors. I hate fireworks. I think I think the top of my list. Okay, number one, webinars. What was it, Polly? Polly infant death syndrome. Fetal. Yeah, sudden infant death syndrome. Sudden infant death syndrome used to be number two. 
but I'm bumping it down to number three for neighbors lighting fireworks during Fourth of July and New Year's Day. Absolutely. And I've got so many stories to tell here. I just, in a nutshell, here's how I feel about it. But if you break it down, it's, it's people lighting, people throwing fire, exploding fire, shrapnel, with shrapnel on their own. If you were to, if you were to um, replace the fire with something else, if you said, you know, on New Year's Day and New Year's Eve, most Americans go out and throw small knives up into the air randomly <laughs> to celebrate the new year. <laughs> this would have been outlawed. I mean, can you imagine? Uh, in, in Tuscaloosa, it is common, you know, celebration on 4th of July to go throw ninja stars randomly in the streets <laughs> at people's homes. I mean, this <laughs> it would have been outlawed a long time ago. You can think of any number of other things that are like, uh, well, uh, in New Year's Eve, people put babies in the middle of the road and drive uh, SUVs dangerously close to them. <laughs> there is no reason for fireworks to be legal at this point in time. Well, they weren't in New York uh, when I was growing up. Uh, they were being illegally brought in by the mafia. And I know this because they were, they were uh, uh, family friends, close family friends. That I was oh, a kid. By the way, TH and the Hate Napkin today is sponsored by the Mafia, Ruby Red Beer, and so, but yeah, yeah, I but yeah, really, I my my basically best friends growing up, he would uh, a beat me with a baseball bat when I'd go over and visit his house, <laughs> so. He would be chasing me with the baseball bat, and then my parent, my mom would be like, "Oh, did you have a fun time over at Jamie's?" And I'd be like, "Oh yeah, it was great," but I was like just dodging these like baseball uh, bat things. But again, Louisville Slugger Day, right, right. But it was like my it was like my best friend, and it made me it made me more of a man. Like I would be a, a bigger pussy today <laughs> if it wasn't for that experience. <laughs> And I and I saw him years later, like maybe only maybe five. And he's like, "Oh yeah, my, yeah, my dad used to smuggle in the fireworks." And I kind of do that. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, your dad used to bring in the fireworks um, into Long Island and stuff." And uh, great family, I love them. My really my best friend. But no, I hear, hear, that's my point. That's my point. Is if if the if if your holiday is celebrated by something that has to be smuggled in by the mafia. It's okay. Yeah. Not something that's worth our while. Can we all? But I mean, but <laughs> my point is, I had was bigger danger just from a baseball bat than a, a firework ever with, with that family. It was never the. I was oh never my worried God. about. Okay. It. Well, actually, I yeah. so actually back to my analogy. Imagine that Americans uh, celebrate Fourth of July in the New Year by running around and hitting each other by with Louisville Sluggers. But, but that yeah. also would be illegal. Let's, Although okay. I have to tell you that nothing would be more American than that. Well, that's true. Baseball, apple pie, hot dogs, and Chevrolet. <laughs> okay, so let's instead imagine a celebration where we, okay, baseball, we run around chasing each other with Louisville sluggers, uh, apple pie, maybe pies to the face, hot dogs. They're they're made out of things that really nobody should eat. 
<laughs> I'm surprised we're not all dead. And Chevrolet, we just run each other's down with Tahoes. Uh, understanding that both New Zealand and Australia have made the lighting of fireworks illegal, by the way. So, you know, as goes New Zealand and Australia should go the rest of the world. It's kind of like in the United States, as goes California. Here's a couple of reasons why I really, I really am opposed to dithering idiots lighting explosive shrapnel shredding devices in the neighborhood randomly to celebrate the new year and of course 4th of July. I was at a uh, 4th of July celebration outside of Chicago about 20 years ago. You know, I don't know if you guys know what an M80 is. Oh yeah. I've, uh, yeah. I've tried to yeah, it's a firework that really that. actually belongs on the fields of, you know, battle in Afghanistan. It's a quarter stick uh, of dynamite. Right, exactly. Well, and said M80 was supposed to go up into the air. For those of you on YouTube, that's up. Instead, it went out. Not up, but out. <laughs> and landed about six feet away from my fiance. So, and we were both standing at the time. I... Saw said, um, you know, IUD. That's not that's not inner uterine device. That's that IED. Oh, I okay, sorry. <laughs> Definitely not one you want to stick near your uterus, folks. <laughs> Having that's seen, another, that's a story for another time. For yeah, me. that was it, the explosion. <laughs> the exploding uterus is a totally different hate napkin item. <laughs> I saw the M80 sitting there. <clears throat> It's about to go off. My fiance is standing. I did sort of the brave comic book strip thing as I, I grabbed her and threw her out in the middle of it. No, I'm kidding. I, I, I grabbed her and shielded her. And basically, to my memory, I threw her. I, I basically threw her away as far as I could, which I should have just kept walking. <laughs> that, was the, that relationship ended badly. But I, I threw her away as a safety measure and then sort of was in the full frontal blast view it went off and i went like six feet in the air it threw me up and i'm a big dude it threw me six feet in the air probably six feet away i mean it was like a, it was like a concussive grenade no different and i i mean i woke up several minutes later i had no hearing for three days i could not hear whatsoever um, but i had a vague idea of what had just happened People were sort of gathered around me to see if I was okay. And of course I was not. And I just I couldn't hear anything, but I was like, Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And I went off in search of the moron who had lit this and people sort of just guided me with pointed fingers to the to the idiot that had launched this thing. And I found him. It was some scraggly teen. And I just grabbed him by the lapel, lifted him in the air. And then I and then carried him basically to the, the to the nearest police officer. <laughs> On the way, you know, I'm deaf going, this is a citizen to rest. I sounded like Harry Carey. This is a citizen to rest. <laughs> so I basically threw him down in front of the cop and said, This guy just let an M80 in front of me. This is a I've made a citizen's arrest. <laughs> and the cop just looked at me like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, serious, I can't hear this guy living in Maine office. That's really My memory is that they tossed the kid out of there. 
and I and I basically wandered around the the, the you know Chicago metro area for three days until my hearing returned. Well, I will say you've never been the same since. <laughs> what? <laughs> But, uh, you know, two years ago, I had a colleague. This is, I mean, this is a true story. She had, she had her infant in her lap, and she went to go watch a neighborhood fireworks display. Again, I think this is 4th of July, not New Year's. But, like, she just had handed off her infant to her husband when a firework landed in her lap and blew up. And she was in the burn ward in Georgia for, like, weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks. I mean, there's just, I, it, there are so many stories of people well, that who have could, lost. That could prevent having another fucking toddler. I could, like, yeah, this could, this is malfunctioning population control. <laughs> just expose everybody to I fireworks. Think, I, really, I think anyone that's had a child would kind of prefer an M80 blowing off in there. Oh, that, uh, I can't speak to that. I've, I've watched that process in person. I don't know. That's a, that's a tough call. Actually, birthing a child versus an MA going, uh, I think it's about this. That's pretty equivalent. I think they're pretty equivalent. Yeah, but, but, again, after, but after an MA, you don't have the, the fucking child, man child that you have to deal with for 40 years. But okay, again, let, you know, let's, let's put it in its place. So instead of uh, Americans celebrate 4th of July and New Year's by <laughs> putting birthing women. <laughs> in a field and everybody going and staring at it. I mean, that's I think, basically... Yeah. I, I, think, I think the new tradition is an M80 in the vagina. Hello. And... Hello. Well, I pretty much had one in the urethra, so... I mean, that was... I just... I don't see... At the top of the list, though, I think our neighbors lighting fire... And then, listen, we've got pets. Listen, we already talked about Carla's Gus leaving a puddle of pee. I've got animals that are absolutely scared to death. And then we've got, literally, I mean, this isn't a joke, millions of vets who have PTSD who, you know, can hurt you. Their least favorite days of the year are July 3, 4, 5, and December 31, January 1 and 2. You know, why should we have to put these people through this again? Can, can we find well, a more subtle way to they celebrate? Get, they get a... 50% off oil changes. They're fine. Right. <laughs> this is the price to pay for three for 30% off of your dry cleaning. They got they got deals. They don't even have to wait to get on the airplane. They get on the airplane first. Come on. They're fine. Okay, well, okay. I think maybe that's the caveat we should add. In order to get while they're getting on the airplane first, we should they should have to go through a bunch of sparklers and And cherry bombs. Okay, here's the deal. We're going to give you the discount. It's a whopping discount. It's 50% off your dry cleaning, but while you're at the desk, we're going to light cherry bombs all around you. Man, I'd go dirty for that. <laughs> You've gone dirtier for less. Huh? Well, this part's true, but you know, that's, I thought we were not going to talk about my past. The Hate Napkin is sponsored by Ruby Red Beer. Shove it down your throat and Regal Prance. That's 
www. Oh, we hate the W's. Regalprince.com. That's regalprince.com for all of your signage <laughs> needs in the Midlands. If we could only get Regal Prince to do the signage for Ruby Red Beer, we got to work. And Sofa King. <laughs> oh, it's, that's right. And so, and Sofa King. So fucking what? Because so right now it's because fireworks are so fucking loud and so fucking dangerous. Uh, okay, so we're think like, about this. Think about this, Eric. What is more American than blowing shit up and and you know doing it really loud? It is the most American thing. Well, no, I think the most American thing is blowing things up in other countries. Well, but but this is our celebration of blowing things up in other countries. No, no, no. But the most American thing is to go abroad to blow things up. I know, but you know, we just we have we have minor celebrations here of the of the mac of the macro of the world as large. Basically, we have set them. Here's another reason why I don't like fireworks, and and I think this is we're just gonna this is just gonna be the fireworks episode. I had the ridiculous honor of being in Jerusalem for the 3,000th anniversary of the city way back in 1996. They celebrated only, uh, like, it was a celebration unlike anything you could imagine. I was in Jerusalem. I was living on the old city wall, so I was sitting there with my legs drooped over Suleiman's wall while about uh, five, six blocks away, the Israeli Philharmonic Orchestra with Yitzhak Perlman played to an hour and a half long display of fireworks that truly scared every Palestinian within a thousand miles. It was it was it was a display of fireworks that I, I can't even begin to describe its magnitude and magnificence. It lasted an hour and a half. Every time you thought the thing had crescendoed, it was like. Uh, Tantric sex was sting. <laughs> Every time you thought you were close to the end, it would just go all over again. I was sitting underneath an ancient um, cemetery, a several thousand year old cemetery, which was, this was August in Jerusalem in Israel. It was totally in flames and on fire. In fact, from our perspective high up on the hill, you could see fire trucks driving all over the city. This fireworks display practically lit the city on fire. It was... It got to be, after about 45 minutes, a, a terrifying thing. You actually did feel like you were in the middle of an artillery barrage. And I, and I was starting to wonder if they were just taking out the Golan Heights <laughs> while celebrating. <laughs> it, was, it was unbelievable. <clears throat> in fact, I recently archived the videotape. I found the old VHS and put it on digital. And my daughter watched it on tape. Just on tape, some 20-some years later, a faded VHS. She was like, this is crazy. And I was like, yeah, well, I sat right underneath the whole thing. It was the biggest, most magnificent display of fireworks in the history of humanity. So, like, when, when the neighbor lights off three cherry bombs now, or, you know, the city puts on a little fireworks display, I'm like, I want to see it. Right. See something truly like the most superlative version of the thing that you can find in the whole world. Anything that comes after it's like uh, Charlie Duke, the, the famous astronaut who, of course, walked on the moon. He spoke to my at my chapel at my high school when I was uh, a teen, a lad, and he said, 
listen, you know, when I came back from the moon, I kind of looked at myself in the mirror and said, well, well, what now? You know, when you've been to the moon, so here's your lesson, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. When you've seen something so spectacular, so if you're an astronaut and you go to the moon, it's like, okay, well, well what do I do now? I've seen, I've seen spectacular hate now. Although I, I will tell you, I did get, I did get a follow-up letter from our friend Chris. Oh, oh, okay, yes, I remember. I realized there are more things that I hate, and I realized this a long time ago, but I felt it was polite to put more introduction in first. So today's hate is, we buy houses signs. Whomever puts them up thinks they're entitled to advertise themselves using property that is certainly not theirs, which they almost certainly have not obtained permission to use. I hate it when they get pitched up in street intersections as if the spaces around them were untapped advertising potential and not for, you know, street signs and traffic lights. Someone even loaded up the corner of an elementary school near my house. Even worse, one's been placed on a traffic sign on I-126 heading into Columbia. Nobody can read your tiny sign from 40 feet away at 60 miles an hour beyond houses, you feckless simpleton. That's why signage is way bigger than most people realize. The handwritten ones manage to be extra appalling somehow. The other thing I hate is when people on Teams, Eric's recent hate toward it reminded me, just say hello. Uh, they all want something from me besides pleasant conversation. They're perfectly capable of describing what they need. I should not have to help them express what they want before I go and do the thing. I just want to reply, try it now to see how many times I can do it before they realize they haven't bothered to tell me what the problem is. All and right. So that's good. Chris from, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, that's Chris formerly from Armpit, New Jersey, now that's in Armpit, guy. South Carolina. Right. That's it's funny, guy. Chris. Chris, as you listen to this, I actually, you stole one of my hate napkin things I have on here. People who put will buy houses for cash signs that, that are handwritten. Well, <laughs> and, and this kind of ties into the uh, Israelis taking the Palestinians' lands. And this is like, <laughs> we will, this, it, all, it all came together, Chris. Will you usurp your uh, land? Will, will yeah. you usurp your land for no cash? Will you? Steal your land for no money. <laughs> I think I, you know, jumping on Chris's thing there. I think what cracks me up about those signs the most is it's we'll, we'll buy houses for cash signs that are handwritten. I mean, if you got the cash, can't you at least spend twenty five dollars at regalprints.com? That's regalprints.com to get all of your will buy houses for cash signs. Anywhere in the world, they can ship those, folks. Even if you're the, uh, you know, you if, you're Copenhagen, if you're in Copenhagen, if you're anywhere in a Palestinian uh, territory, will still houses for cash. But all those your signage needs at. But maybe we can connect uh, uh, Jerry over at Regal Prince to the Knesset. This has been the Hate Napkin. We have, of course, uh, we want to hear all the things that you hate. In fact, today's entire episode was written was written on two emails from Kim in South Carolina and Chris in former, formerly from Armpit, New Jersey. 
they sent their hate to info at the hate napkin.com that's info at the hate napkin.com those letters will eventually trickle down in a Reaganomic succession down to Carla there in burnt corn we also have social media presences on the book of face Instagram and Twitter um, and we want you to follow us on anchor uh, especially Anchor FM, and you can find us on Spotify, Audible, what else, all the other, any any podcast platform on planet Earth, folks, you can find The Hate Napkin. So thank you again for joining us as we trek down the intrepid annals of hate!